Well, happy terrific Tuesday it is. This is your girl, Rhonda Taylor, from Let Your Voice Be Heard Movement Internationals, as well as the Lion of the Tribe of Judah Global Tent Ministries. Yes, where there's life, love, joy, peace, and what? Harmony. Yes, I pray that you are having a magnificent day thus far. I want to say to you, kingdom blessings over your life. Yes, today we're going to continue the teachings. Yesterday I was talking about angels and spirits that were sent by God and those that was sent by Satan. Yes, you do know that there are good angels and there are some bad angels. And you say, how is that? Yes, you remember those fallen angels? Yes, and we also talked about the ministering angels. Yes, so today we want to talk about the treacherous spirit. We want to talk about the uh, tormenting spirits. Yes. So today I just want to uh, grab your ear and uh, want you to take note. And also when I'm giving you scriptures, write the scriptures down and go back and study them for yourself. Never be a bobblehead. Always study the word of God for yourself. It's good to hear from men and women of God, but it's also good to study, like Timothy said, to show yourself approved. Yes, to God, not to man, but to God. So I just want to say again, excuse me, thank you for always tuning in because you could have put your attention to something else. But guess what? God allows you to be here today. So I won't take advantage of your time. Okay. So moving forward. Okay. We're talking about the treacherous spirit today. Okay. Everything that we talk about is in our Uh, everyday life that we see now and then when you go back to your word we know about Amalek uh the one who you know that became the Israel's king okay he had his 70 brothers murdered okay I don't know if you ever read that but go when you get a chance read Judges 9 1 and 5 okay these people then gathered to crown him as king that was in, in verse uh chapter 9 verse 6 Okay, Jotham, the youngest brother, escaped. However, in all what Jotham liked, um, likened their choosing Amalek. They, he wanted them to choose Amalek as king to a group of what? Uh, the tree selecting a thorn bush. Okay, let me repeat that. Okay, Jotham, the youngest brother, escaped. However, okay, Jotham likened their choosing Amalek as king. Okay. Um, now after the three years, God sent a treacherous spirit. Okay. Uh, after three years of all of them choosing him as King, God sent a treacherous spirit to come between Amalek and the citizens of the land. So, uh, as to avenge the shed blood of Amalek and his 70 brothers and back to, like I was saying in judges nine, 22 and 24, uh, this single demon was able, uh, spiritually to induce the people to rise up against Amalek. Okay. And he in return tried to quill the rebellion after a complicated sequence of events about, um, say a thousand of, uh, Shaquem, you know, of, of them had died. Go back and read your word. And after an unexpected turn, Amalek also was killed. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Thus God, uh, utilizing an evil spirit, punished Amalek and the citizens of Shekim and uh, avenged the blood of Amalek's 70 brothers. He didn't say seven. It was 70. 
So when you go back, go back and study uh, the book of Judges uh, 9, 22, 9 and 22. Or just read the whole, uh, it's good to read the whole chapter instead of just reading like one verse. You want to read the whole chapter to get a great understanding of what God is actually saying because he may say something different to you in the way that he explained his word to me. You know, everybody get a different interpretation, but in all things, God wants us to get an understanding of his word. And I, when I was reading about that treacherous spirit, you know, God allowed it just like he's allowing the things to go on now. And you have, and you say, why, why would a, such an awesome God allow these things? Well, you got to know there is good and evil in this world. So God will allow it. Like the Bible said that it would rain on the just as well as the unjust. Yes, that, that we was in the world, but we not of the world. And you got some people that we consider good that we don't know what God see in them. We always want to, you know, when people die, we could say they're going to heaven just because they went to church and they preached every Sunday. Well, you really don't know the condition of their hearts because just because a person goes to church all the time and they, and they always, you, you know, you hearing about them, they, they in the word all the time, but what is the condition of their heart? You know, what is the condition of their heart? It doesn't matter. A lot of times, uh, that's why God said, man, look at the outward appearance, but God searches the heart. You know, a person can do a lot of marvelous things. They can go out, they can feed the homeless, they can uh, shelter people, they can, uh, you know, do all kinds of things, but their heart is so far from God and the ways and the thoughts of God. Because he, the, as, as we know also, that God said that no man know his ways nor his thoughts. So when we say that we're like God, then that means you know his ways and you know his thoughts. Well, I beg to differ because he said we don't know his ways nor his thoughts. The only thing we need to go by is the blueprint of his word. It's, you know, to love. That's That was the first we want the greatest command. And everybody want to skip over that commandment and they want to do all the other commandments. You got some people, you know, they said, we're no longer under the law. We're under grace. And, you know, we, you know, Jesus went to the cross for that. Yes, he did. But at the same time, you still can't break the law. You can and you can break the law, but there's consequences. It's, it's just like if you break the law out here in the world and you you run a red light. Yeah, you can run that red light, but there's consequences if you get caught, okay? Uh, you might say, it, it's you know, it's okay to steal. It may be okay for you to steal in, in any kind of way. It don't necessarily have to mean you're stealing out of a place. You could be stealing from God. You, anyway, you're stealing. There's consequences, you know? Nobody may have seen you steal. Nobody may have, you know, took note of you doing these things. They may have not took note of you you know, doing the things that you're doing, but God sees it. So when God sees it, there's consequences behind your actions. That's why he said he searches the heart. And it goes back to when they said, you know, everybody is saying, who's going to see God? Well, the Bible said only the pure in heart shall see God. So now you got to ask yourself and we all have to ask ourselves, what is the condition of my heart? Okay. It's not what I do. It's what's in my heart. Because I can say all day long that I love people and this, that, and the other, but then I mishandle people and I hurt people intentionally and uh, not even taking note. You got some people, they'll, they, they'll hurt you over and over again. They'll never say, 
I'm sorry. And even if sometimes they may tell you they're sorry and they may not mean it, then again, that's not your business nor your problem. But you got some people, they will do things over and over again and they never, ever acknowledge what they do wrong. You know, so that's the condition of your heart. You got some people that I have seen people that are like just little small things. We don't take note of but those little small things. Like you see people on the freeway and you can see someone's blinker over. Uh, just trying to get over and you will slide up so they can't get over. That's, that is your heart. You got a bad heart. That's to me, that's, that's not good. That's, 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 that's evil. Like, why wouldn't you, if you see it's a bunch of traffic and somebody's trying to get over, why would you scoot up so they can't get over? You're not moving any faster. If the traffic is bagged up, you're still in the same traffic. So why not just sit still and allow that person to get over? It's those small things. You know, it's those little bitty small things or you run up real close but behind somebody and you know that the, the person has just gotten over. So you're upset. So you run up real close up behind them. That's that's an evil spirit. That's that the evil spirit just took over you just that quick. It's those small things. Somebody says something to you. So you do a little bitty things to get back even even with them. You don't realize the enemy used you for that split second to be, to have an evil spirit, a treacherous spirit. You know, look up the word treacherous, you know, for, for someone to kill 70 of their brothers. And even it don't necessarily mean that it's a blood brothers. It could mean someone that is close and nearest, dearest to you. It could be that you're killing someone with your mouth, with your mouth, with the way you handle them. With the way you, you know, I've had people to where sometimes, you know, sometimes a person never deal with you until they need you. you. You got some of those too. That's the condition of their heart. Their heart is not good. Okay. They don't have a good heart. Okay. So if, if you have friends and the only time you, you take note of your friends or somebody in your family is when it's something that you need. But any other time you have nothing to do with them. You got only your good set of clicks that you deal with all the time. And nine times out of 10, they may be faithful to you, but they may not. You don't know what their heart condition is towards you. But the ones that have heart for you, you don't you don't really show them that that same love. Remember, yesterday I was talking about having favoritism. If one person, you may be dealing with somebody, say for instance, somebody may be going through something in their mental or they may be heartbroken or whatever, and you done made it over that. So now your heart is hardened towards people that their heart is broken. Now you like, get over it, girl, boy, get over that, get over that. But you don't take note to where when your, your heart was broken and you know how long it took for you to get over a thing. So now you telling that person, you crazy. I wouldn't do this and I wouldn't do that. And so now God is allowing you because the way your heart was with that person when they was going through and how you, how you bad mouth that person. Now you experiencing the same thing that you bad mouth. Your heart wasn't right. See, we don't look at all that. It's that heart, your heart. It's the heart that keeps people in trouble. That treacherous heart, the treacherous heart call uh, uh uh that that accident as they say accident it wasn't an accident anytime you kill somebody just deliberately can't kill Abel that wasn't an accident he did that out of jealousy his heart wasn't right okay uh his heart was his his heart was not right period point blank he killed his brother out of jealousy but what they didn't 
what they didn't tell them, and you got to go back to the parents, they didn't even explain to them when you're giving a gift, don't pick it up, don't pick it from nothing that's already cursed. See, the, the parents had already caused that ground to be cursed. So when God cursed the ground and then Cain got his gift from the ground, his gift was no good. So, but because, and sometimes see your, this goes back and I know I'm, fin- I'm getting off a little channel right here, but it's still, we're still talking about the heart, the treacherous heart. Sometimes your parents thinking by them not telling you anything and they keep living a lie after a lie after a lie. And they wonder and they, and what they do, they're, they'll start blaming each other or they'll start saying, it's your fault. The reason why this child is this way It's your fault. Well, why don't both of you just sit down and talk to your children and tell them, Hey, this is what I did. Maybe this is why you're going through that. Let's just, let's break this now. Let's stop this right now. Okay. So the heart, sometimes the heart of the parent, they think that is good by them, uh, not being honest with them, with their children by telling them the truth. Okay, so what they do, they hide it. And so that spirit, that treacherous spirit that was in those parents is now into that child. So now that child have a treacherous spirit, has a bad heart to where they just hurt people and they don't care about hurting people. And then, and and we talk about the DNA. Well, let's do the DNA of truth. Okay, now if I give you truth and you decide to still go your way and still have that heart, then that have nothing to do with me because you know, it'd be different if you didn't know, but you know. So now you just, you have that treacherous heart because that's just who you are because you know, it wasn't a hidden thing. So when you're dealing with people and, uh, they have a heart to where they tell you, it's just like you tell your children, you do as I say and not as I do. Okay. Now, if I do, as you say, And then later on, I found out that all that you said to me was a lie because you know, parents had it bad about saying that you don't need to know what I did in my past. My past is my past. Well, what if I'm reliving your past? I didn't, I'm trying to figure out why am I rehashing this? Why am I dealing with this? What, what's going on that every man or every woman in our family is dealing with abusive men or, or men that can't keep themselves? Why, why am I connected to this? It's something that's tied to me. Why, why, why do I have a bad heart towards people? Why am I evil? Why, why do I find myself being evil towards people? Even when they good to me. Okay. It still got something to do with the heart. So we're still talking about the treacherous heart. Okay. So we have to do some, just like you go in your word and you, 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 you dissect your word and you, you, you want to get healed and free from all these, all these, this residue, all this stuff. Because you, you, we know we're far from perfect, but at the same time, we can't keep using that to keep doing what we desire to do. Okay. So what do you do when you see that you got a treacherous spirit, that you got a spirit that causes death on people that you, um, that you will cause almost a person to get killed. See, you didn't kill them, but your mouth will almost kill them. So what do you do? That was a treacherous spirit. But see, one thing we got to know is just like when you have prophets and you have pastors and you got different people in leadership and you may have a prophet that come and give you truth. Well, you get mad at that prophet for giving you truth. Then God will allow a treacherous spirit 
to come back after the, you done heard the truth. Read your Bible. Go into your Bible. He will allow a lying prophet to come to you and give you a lie and you will take that lie. And you will glorify that prophet because that prophet said something that you wanted to hear. Well, this prophet told you what God said. So you took it and I know I'm telling you what I know. I've been there. I've been there. I've had people, I've had three people in a row to come and tell me the same thing. I got irritated with them. But then when somebody else come back and they gave me a lie, don't you know I had to go through I had to go through H-E-L-L because I listened to that lie because that was something I wanted to hear versus the truth. When those first three truths came to me and said, you're going to keep going through and you're going to, this is what's going to happen because dot, 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 dot. I didn't want to hear that. So when the other person came and said, this is this and this is that, I wanted to hear that. I went through hell behind that because I took the lie over the truth. He allowed that treacherous spirit to come and tell me a lie. That's what happens. And it's the heart. Anytime, anytime you want to know a person, because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks from the heart. You know, if a person, if you find a person that, that they always do is just, they lie for a living and they get over. That's all they do. Check the heart. That's, that's what's in their heart. That's what type of heart they have. Okay. Now we're moving forward. We're talking about now the spirit of torment. Okay. Now we know Saul was the first king of Israel anointed by God. Right. Okay. He was a great king. He was victorious in all his battles. But he fell into disfavor. I'm talking about D-I-S. Not this, but this favor with God. He fell out of favor with God because of his rebellion and disobedience. And a lot of times we don't like to hear the word disobedience and rebel because we know that that's as of witchcraft. Okay. Uh, these prophets. Now we, I was talking about earlier about these prophets that was influenced by a lying spirit. Okay. Those are the ones that, that he listened to. Okay. We're going to move forward. Prophets had been influenced by lying spirits sent by God as a, as described in a vision by prophet Micah. Okay. Go back and read your word. Okay. I saw the Lord sitting on the throne with all the hosts of heaven standing around him on his right hand and on his left. And the Lord said, who will lure Ahab into attacking Ramoth? And Galeed and going to his death there. Okay, I'm going to read that again. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne with all the host of heaven standing around him on his right and on his left. And the Lord said, Who will lure Ahab into attacking Ramoth Galeed and going to his death there? One spirit suggested this, and another that. Finally, a spirit came forward and stood before the Lord and said, I will lure him. By what means, the Lord asked. I will go out and be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets, he said. You will succeed in luring him, said the Lord. Go and do it. 
Read 1 Kings 22, 19 and 22. Now, going back to what I was saying, we said, why would a God do such things? When you refuse to hear the truth, when God is giving you truth, we talked about yesterday, the reprobate. Okay, when you refuse to do what God is telling you to do, he will turn you over to you. He will let you do you. You know how some people say, I'm finna do me, boo. I'm gonna do me. <laughs> I'm finna do me. He gonna let you do you. And when you do you, he gonna let you bring you out. Because you allowed you to be seduced by a treacherous and a lying spirit. Okay, now King Ahab had this true prophet. <laughs> Y'all hear what I'm telling you, named Micah. Thrown into prison. You see what I'm talking about? Now, you had something that was good. Have you ever, have you ever heard, and I say this all the time because people love taking others for granted. You always hear, we're going to relationships right now, just for a split second. You will hear a male or a female say, I want me somebody that's good. I want me a good man, a good woman, because they'll start talking about the other person, the opposite person that they was with before. That person was bad, and that person was this, and that person was that. And then you find out that wasn't that person. It was them all alone. That person may have some issues, but it was them all alone. Okay? So what do they do? They are seduced by that lying spirit to get you, and once they get you, you will see they were living a lie. That's that spirit that's being used. That No matter what, a spirit is a spirit is a spirit. And I'm going here because so many people wonder and they holler, oh, that was good in the beginning. No, it was never good in the beginning. It, that spirit was used. That spirit was used. It went before, it stood before God and say, because see, for number one, when, when God say, this is, I don't want you to do this. I want you to to yourself. I want you by yourself. I want you to, to get more acquainted with me. I want you to get to know and love yourself. I want you to get more acquainted with what I have for you and, and all the blessings that I have. Because see, if I give you something now, the person that you're with, they are greedy. They love to show off. They love to, uh, they will cause you to get uh, stoned and killed because of the way that they can't conduct and carry themselves. So I can't give you everything I really want you to have right now because it's not that you're not ready. It's what you're attached to. It's what you're attached to. And see, I know their heart. See, you're looking at they can change. I'm looking at their heart right now. So what I'm seeing right now is they can't be trusted. So, but because you, your, your choices, these are your choices. See, I'm telling you what I know. I'm telling you from experiences. I never give you something that I haven't lived out. God will withhold things and he will allow you to go through things when you didn't hear him the first time. See, when God said what he said to me in the first time and I overlooked what he said and did what Rhonda wanted to do, Rhonda had to pay for that. But now I'm walking in 
my blessings. I'm seeing God. I'm here. God has, he, he forgave me and now it's time to move on. That's why that book was, was written by Rhonda 15 years leading while bleeding because Rhonda went through some hiccups because Rhonda made some poor choices. When God say no, Rhonda didn't hear the no. She just went by what somebody else said. Yes. When the other voices said no, she went to the treacherous voices that said Girl, do it. <laughs> See, there's consequences when we do things contrary to what God says. Because we don't want to hear truth. We want to do what we want to do. So what did he do? He allowed that lying spirit. Now, Micah, we will literally throw people away. We'll dog them out. We'll talk about them. We will only say, you will have people like, I'm going to use myself again. Because I went through so much, I share my testimony. I don't care from cover to cover. If you read anything about my history, I've always talked about me, of things that I went through, things that God brought me from, things that I struggled with, uh, how I had got healed from this, how I was healed from that. I always talk about Rhonda because I want you to know that Rhonda went through all the things that she went through in her past to become who she is now. See, God raised me up. He raised me up. And he, he has been blessing me tremendously. Now I'm able to do everything that he had called me to do in the past. I'm able to do it now because I'm walking in obedience. I'm walking in obedience. And sometimes walking in obedience, it aggravates the spirit of those that are not ready to walk in obedience. Sometimes they will get frustrated with you. They will look at you and like, you think you all that. And they thinking by them not supporting you is hurting you, but it's not hurting you. Because God is going to raise you up right before, what did he say? I'm going to prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. Because a lot of us are connected to Judas's. A lot of us are connected to people that really don't care anything about us. They care about what we have. The reason why I can say they care about what you have because when you didn't have anything, they hounded you like you didn't have anything. They talked to you like you didn't have anything. So now God is raising you up. That don't mean for you to get the big head and the big nose. It means for you to still show love and still use wisdom. But God will use that treacherous spirit when you don't want to hear truth. He will send a lying prophet to you. And it will sound so good because you don't want to hear. You didn't want to hear the truth. Now, now this man, this man, <laughs> uh, King Ahab, now the true prophet, was was who Michael he had this man sent to prison why this prophet he had him sent to prison over truth people would kill you over the truth they would dislike you over the truth but you still have to speak truth because he did not want to hear the truth he preferred instead to listen to the false prophets influenced by the lying spirit so Ahab went to battle in Ramoth and Galeed in disguise okay chapter 22 verse 30 but a random arrow hit the king between the sections of his armor. See, when you might be wearing your armor, we talked about that, but if it ain't in God, whatever the whatever the enemy throw at you, it'll hit you through your armor. <laughs> and later that day, he died. King Ahab worshiped a God other than the real one. He was a thief and he listened to a lie by an evil spirit. So he paid with his life. Is it worth it to pay with your life to listen to a lying spirit? Everything I told my oldest daughter is 
everything that I do now, and it was in the past, I would always pretty much feelings like I would just everything was feelings I didn't want to say certain things didn't want to do and God would tell me you better say this you better do this and I'd be like oh but now I don't care if it step on your head your arm and your toes whatever it step on if God tell me to say it I'm going to say it because I want your life saved see I've had I've had true prophets to come to me and I've had some lying prophets to come to me but because I wanted to hear what was good to that ear that's that sounding brass and tinkling cymbal. I wanted to hear that. So I had to go through what I went through. I didn't have to go through it. Let me take that back. I went through it because of the being, uh, doing what Rhonda wanted to do, you know, still doing what Rhonda wanted to do. Okay. Uh, it is interesting to note that Paul describing some people in the end times, no doubt in this day, in this world, he said, the spirit clearly says that in the latter times, some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. Such teachings come through hypocritical liars whose uh, consciousness have been seared as with an hot iron. Read 1 Timothy 4, 1 and 2. Okay, I'm going to stop there and then we're going to continue on with this on the, the following day. If the Lord say the same, we're going to keep talking. I want you to get educated in this area. I want you to read your word. I want when I'm giving you scriptures, I want you to go back and search the scriptures out. And whatever God is speaking to you in that scripture, hey, by all means, send me an email or text. Or if you my friend on Facebook, on Instagram on, or whatever, just send me whatever and let me know. Hey, this is what I got out of it. You know, I'm telling you, God is speaking in this hour. But the thing is, are we listening? Try the spirit by the spirit to see if it is from God. Don't do anything in this hour and in this season to pollute, to distort or to delay anything that's in your life. Because God is taking some of you in places where you've never been. And this in a good way. God is blessing so many of you in places that you've never, things that you've never had before. God is giving it to you. He's restoring things to some of you. He's giving you perfect health and perfect strength. Some of you are going to be like, um, like Gomer Powell. Golly, that's good. That's going to be your response because God is going to get ready to bless you. God is going to do some things for you because of your obedience. And for those of you that have been operating in the spirit of rebel and disobedience and still want to do things your way and doubting everything that God come to you with, I want to tell you to repent and get that thing right so you can receive all the blessings that God have for you so you won't keep being delayed, so you won't keep being denied. Stay away from people that is com that's full of confusion, that's, um, that's keeping up uh, confusion in your household, in your family, or in your with your friends, your whatever, church, whatever you're in. Stay away from confusion people that's full of confusion. Stay away from people that every time you talk, turn around, they always, um, downing other people. They don't have no solution. They just have problems. Stay away from those people in this season, you know, unless God send you as a person, as a tool, as a voice to help them. 
okay? Because he will use some of you to go and help some people. Everybody that's going through is not meant for us to say, oh, no, I can't deal with you. Those are the, those are some of the people that we're going back to help. You, you know, when you're strong, the Bible said to go back and strengthen your brother or your sister. He didn't say for you to arrive and then talk about them. Okay, now you may be married and you're single and you've been married two years and you got it all together. Now you want to talk about the sister that's single. You want to talk about she's miserable and she's this and she's that and she's going through because you finally found somebody that you're a little happy with. Same way with a man. You're a little bit of happy and you're going to talk about the man that's going through and you know, you got to be careful of giving the wrong information out to people. You know, if, you, if you're dealing with married people, you want to be careful with telling them what you wouldn't do and what you shouldn't do and what they, because you don't know what God is doing in that relationship. He could be allowing that to happen for whatever reason. You never know. You know, so um, moving forward, we're going to keep talking about this, uh, this treacherous spirit. We're going to keep talking about it. We're going to keep talking about uh, coming out, coming out, coming out from amongst them. Be ye separate, says the Lord. You know, God have great things in store for you. And I want, by all means, I want you to receive everything that God have for you. You have been robbed long enough. You have robbed yourself long enough. You have held yourself back long enough. You have had bad thoughts about yourself long enough. It's time for you to think on great things, things of a good report, a lovely report, things that will make you happy, things that will bring uh, great help to you, that will give you a healthy mindset. Those are the things you want to think on. Okay. I love you. God bless you. Thank you for always tuning in. Thank you for being so faithful to this podcast. Without you, guess what? There wouldn't even be a podcast. And what I mean by that is, if I'm speaking and nobody's listening, then guess what? It's all in vain. So I say thank you to those that have been tuning in faithfully and that's listening. Even to my new um uh, podcast, the ones that's been listening, the ones been coming on listening. Thank you. I, I appreciate you lending your ears and trusting your ears to me. You know, I don't take things and people for granted. I know what that feels like. I hate it with a passion. So God bless you. I love you until next time. Let it be what in your house, in your heart and in your mind, let it be life, love, joy, peace, and harmony. It's your portion. Receive it until next time. God bless you again. This is Rhonda Taylor.